0: thank God it's uh, without a doubt one of my favorite uh, favorite hymns thou my great father I thy dear son I, just, uh, I can't hear enough of that song I, I think I could just probably just Close my Bible and go home. But since we're here, open your Bibles with me to Psalm 23. Psalm 23. I want us to look together this morning at this passage of scripture you know no doubt in my mind this is this is probably one of the most published um, scriptures in in, probably in the world Um, it's frequently quoted frequently read Um, often at the funeral home we see it printed on the back of the memorial card and it's certainly been a a sweet sweet song to those who mourn. Um, in a time of weeping, uh, we we find great joy in God's word, in the in the Lord our our Shepherd. Interestingly enough, it follows Psalm twenty-two. Psalm twenty-two, which is. Rightly named the Psalm of the Psalm of the Cross. Um, prior to that, Psalm 22, there's there's no mention of green pastures, um, still waters, nothing nothing like that prior to Psalm 20. It's only after we read, "My God, My God, why?" Hast thou forsaken me? That we come to these words in verse 1 of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. You know, we must know something about the blood, His blood that was shed and that sword that was awakened Against the Shepherd. His suffering unto death. He, our Savior, suffered unto death. We must see something of that before we can see the sweetness of these words we read here about the Lord our Shepherd, His His care. To know Him. To know who he is, what he did, why he did it, where he is now. I want to know him. Several years ago, I, I guess probably 20 years ago, I attended a, a gravesite service. And two men spoke. Two, two different men. The first fellow that spoke, he he said some words about a man that was laying there, and whose body lay there in the casket. He he said a few words. He he had done some research, and he knew some things about that man. Some facts, some history, some things. But then another man stood up and spoke. And he told of a dear friend. He told of a neighbor. He told of a brother. He spoke of one that he loved and knew. And I pray this morning that the Lord would enable us As we look through this passage of Scripture this morning, not to just see Psalm 23. It's it's printed everywhere. I want to see my shepherd. I want to see the Lord who is my shepherd written in God's Word. To know Him. And to be known of him, this is the Lord Jesus Christ. We read, He's my Savior. He's my Redeemer. Scripture says this that He loved me. I'm His. He loved me and gave Himself for me. Consider His great love and care for His sheep. Do you have Psalm 23? Look at at verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. Can I say that? Can I say that with confidence? Can I say that with hope? Is that my assurance? The Lord is my shepherd. I hope we can see there's much written in Psalm 23, and I'd never pretend that we could ever even begin to scratch the surface of it. But there's three things I I pray the Lord would enable us to see here this morning that are mentioned here in this, this first verse. The shepherd, the sheep, and my assurance. The believer's assurance, the believer's confidence. First, consider the shepherd. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ in Scripture is often described as the shepherd. In the Old Testament, God promised to raise up a faithful shepherd. In Zechariah 13, he's, he's God's shepherd. In 1 Peter 5, he's the chief shepherd. In John chapter 10, he's the great shepherd. Can we speak like David of old and say, the Lord is my shepherd. You know, as the shepherd, he's all-knowing. He knows his sheep. That's what that's what Scripture says. He knows his sheep. He knows them intimately. He knows them by name. He knows that he can number the hairs of our head. He knows his sheep. He knows our needs. He knows our trials and difficulties. He knows where to find his sheep. Even even when we try to hide, he he knows where his sheep are. He's all powerful. That great shepherd of the sheep. He is all powerful. He can do everything needed for them. He can protect. He can defend. He can save. He guides. He directs. He carries his sheep. In John chapter 10 verse 11, our Lord says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. He's the shepherd appointed by God the Father. God made him. The shepherd, by God's calling, by God's sending. And the salvation and care of every one of his sheep is committed unto him. The sheep don't protect themselves, huh? The great shepherd does. In Isaiah chapter 40, turn there with me, turn to Isaiah 40. Look, beginning with verse 10. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. Look at verse 11. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. As the shepherd, he has a a flock. There he is, distinct and peculiar, given him by the Father and purchased by his own blood. He, He wasn't just willing to give his life for his sheep. He gave his life for the sheep. Again, we, we read back in, in John 10, he said, the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. There on Calvary, he laid down his life for his sheep. It was there he, he bore our sins. Think about this. After he, after he sweat, great drops of blood, as, as he, as he prayed to the Father, he, he said to the Father, if thou be willing, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. After he was betrayed, after he was beaten and mocked, after he was scourged, after he was hung on the cross with two common criminals, there as he hung on the cross and bore the punishment and wrath of almighty God for sins that he did not commit for the sins of his people he gave his life for the sheep delivering us from the curse of the law and scripture says this not one not even one for which he died will ever perish in John 6:37 all that the father hath given me shall come to me and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out we're safe and secure in his hands as the shepherd he he feeds his flock he leads his flock he gathers them in his arms We, we read that earlier he said I'll seek that which was lost I'll bring again that which was driven away I'll bind up that which was broken strengthen that which was sick what what condescension that the Lord Jesus Christ would assume the, the form of a, of a shepherd. Isn't that, isn't that amazing that, that he would take, take that on? The Lord is my shepherd. Well, we see the shepherd. And the shepherd has to have sheep. Right? We have, we see the sheep. If he's the shepherd, that makes his people his sheep, his people, his church. Now, this is not a a flattering comparison. Typically, when we see sheep, um, it's it, it's in a cartoon or uh, maybe at the fair, and they're all cleaned up and and. Uh, been groomed for, for showing. But that's, that's really not what sheep look like. Uh, it's not a, it's not a flattering comparison. But you know what? We don't really need to be flattered, do we? No. If you look at the nature of a sheep, it's a, it's a pretty fair comparison. In fact sheep might look at us and and, and and feel like uh they're the ones being being described wrongly here right um I did a little i did a little research here okay here's some things about sheep they're defenseless they're defenseless um I read somewhere that if they roll over on the back they're kind of like a turtle they can't they can't get back up unless someone picks them up we can relate to that, can't we? Uh, he he lifted he lifted me up. Here's a good quality, if there is one, they recognize the shepherd's voice. Sheep don't carry burdens; they're not a they're not an animal for carrying burdens. Isn't it amazing that we try to carry burdens? Rather than just taking them to the Lord and leaving them leaving them with him, I read that they'll settle for less, much less if there's if there's dirty water right here in front of them and they're thirsty and there's clean water twenty feet away, they'll drink the dirty water every every time. They can't care for themselves, you know uh. Other animals can, like a dog or something, can lick its wounds. But uh, from what I read, sheep can't provide any care for themselves. They must have a shepherd. They have no sense of direction. Um, Sheep, this is probably no surprise by themselves, are prone to wonder. Does that describe us? Does that describe you? Ezekiel, again, we read that. He said, I'll I'll seek that which was lost, that which was driven away, that which was broken, that which was sick. We read this in the Sunday school this morning, that, that parable of the man with one lost sheep. Just one lost sheep. Out there in the wilderness, that sheep had wandered from the fold. Aren't we thankful that he goes after that which is lost until he finds it? And when he finds it, he puts it on his shoulder and he carries it home. And he says, calls the neighbors to come rejoice with me. I have found my sheep which was lost. He went after that which was lost till he found it. We we see lost sheep throughout the Scripture. Uh, there was that woman at the well. Remember, our Lord went to her and he found her. How about Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus climbed up that tree. The Lord went to the place. He looked up. He saw him. He said, "Come down." That man, that man that was uh, in the tombs cutting himself and just out of control next thing we know he's he's sitting he's clothed he's in his right right mind where'd the Lord find you aren't we thankful again that he he seeks until he finds he knows where every one of his sheep are. you know if he hadn't he hadn't went and fetched that lost sheep that was lost that sheep would die because it's defenseless it's helpless turn turn with me to to John chapter 10 John 10, verse uh, 27. Now in the previous verse, in verse 26, our Lord made this statement to a group of men. This would be an awful thing to be told. This would be an awful thing to hear. He said, you're not my sheep. They had said, how long do you make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. And the Lord said, I told you. And you believe not. The works I do in my Father's name bear witness of me. But you believe not because you're not my sheep. Not everyone in this world is one of God's sheep. He has a, he has a people to himself. There he is. And that, he, he, said, he said this to that group. You're not my sheep. You're not my elect. You're not one of those given by the Father. You're not one of those chosen by my Father. Not one of those ordained to eternal life. A man doesn't believe so he can become one of God's sheep. He believes because he is one of them. Look at verse 27 of John 10. Here's the mark. Here's the mark of God's sheep. His sheep. He said, my sheep hear my voice. I think it was Spurgeon said, he said, their ears are marked and their feet are marked. They hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. That's where their feet go. They follow him. And he said, I give them, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Safe and secure him. They hear him, they follow him, and and consider this, he says, I know them. I know them. It, is that just beyond human comprehension? That Almighty God would say, I know him. I know my sheep. He's given us an understanding that we might know him. He said in John ten fourteen. He said, I've, "I'm known. I'm known of mine." Paul writing to the Philippians, he said that I might know him. I desire to know him. I want to know him. Look at John ten twenty seven here again. Our Lord says, "I know them." He's known them from all eternity. They're His. In Matthew ten twenty seven, our Lord was speaking to some religious folks, and, and, and He said this. He said, many will say unto me, Lord, Lord. Everybody uses some kind of religious talk, don't they? Huh? Lord, Lord. Didn't we prophesy in your name? Isn't that what we did? Didn't we prophesy in your name? In thy name cast out devils. In thy name did many wonderful works. If you notice here, all these things they were talking about were things they were doing. Our Lord said this. He said, Then I will profess... Unto them, I never knew you. I want to know Christ, but oh, how I want to be known Him. His sheep hear Him. The Lord, listen, the Lord, that He give me a desire hear. That he'd give each one of us a desire to hear of him. That he would cause me to rejoice in his word. It says they follow him. They follow him. His sheep follow him. And again he says I know them. I know every one of them. The shepherd. The sheep. At last Our assurance. Our confidence. Turn back to Psalm 23. Again, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. You know, to be in... To be in one is to, is to come short. It's, it's to be, uh, lacking. I, I I remember, um, one time as a kid, I was, uh, I was waiting in line. I think it, gosh, this has been a while back, but like Kmart or somewhere like that. And, um, I went to buy something. And, uh, when the lady at the register gave me my total, I counted out my money. I didn't have enough. I, I came up short. What I had, I wanted, but I couldn't. I couldn't have it. I had to just say sorry and and leave it. And I think I went and tried to find my dad to see if I could get you know a little more money to cover the cover the cost there. But uh, I had to put it back. I came up short on funds. You know, the prodigal son, we read of him, it, it says that uh, you know he took everything his dad gave him. He took his inheritance and he went out and he lived uh, just an awful life. And um, he spent everything he had and he began to be in want. That's what Scripture says. He began to be in want. And what did he do? He returned to his father. I'll I'll return to my Father. I'll say I'm not worthy uh, to be a servant. Listen. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord Jesus Christ is my shepherd. I'm one of His. I'm, I'm His sheep. And that being true, what do we read there? I shall not want. I shall not want. I may be the weakest sheep. I may be the dumbest sheep. Prone to wander. Prone to stray. I might be the oldest sheep. I might be one of the most feeble sheep. But what do we read there? I shall not want. I may experience sickness, sorrow, and eventually death, but I shall not want. It. For He is able to save. He is able to present me faultless before the presence of His His throne. Scripture says this: He's able to raise my vow body his sheep shall not shall not want I shall not want for rest scripture says this he makes me I'm not even smart enough to do that he makes me to lie down in green pastures now you see that in verse 2 I, I shall not want for peace he leads me beside the still waters Verse three, I shall not want for redemption and forgiveness. He restoreth my soul. In Adam die. In Adam we all died. He restored us to life. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. it's not It's not our nature to even know the path of righteousness. I couldn't find it. I couldn't recognize it. Apart from him, I'd have no desire of it. But he leads his sheep there. He does. He does. He leads me to to love it and to walk in it for his name's sake, for his glory. huh? By his grace, he does these things. Verse 4, I shall not want for companionship or comfort, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You know this, I, I read that. We, we often think of the valley of death as the latter years. You know when 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 death's door is soon to soon to open. But if we're honest, this world, this whole world, is the valley of of death. Adam's fall assured us of that. In the day that you eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. But the Lord Jesus Christ has removed the sting of death for the for the believer, for his for his sheep. And only a shadow remains. The shadow of death. You know a a dog can bite me, a dog can a wild dog can hurt me. But its shadow can't. Right? It's just a it's just a shadow. Only the shadow remains. He says, I'll fear no evil. Christ is with me. Where the shepherd is, the sheep are close by. Where the sheep are, the shepherd is, right? He said this, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. He he corrects and rules and defends and directs his sheep. Verse five I shall not want for provision, hmm. not even in the presence of mine enemies. He supplies every need. He prepares a table for me in the in the very presence of my enemies. My cup runs over. Uh, he's anointed my, my cup runs over. You know, I can't, I can't help but think of uh, Mephibosheth uh, sitting there at the king's table as a son. Verse six: I shall not want for anything. In this life or in the life to come. For his goodness and his mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And you know, there's, listen, there's nothing here that we've earned, there's nothing here that we've merited. Yet, this is my confidence. This is the, this is the believer's confidence. This is my assurance because of Him. It is the Lord Jesus Christ, the Great Shepherd, the Chief Shepherd, the Good Shepherd. And um, oh, that I could speak as David and say this. The Lord is my shepherd. Let's go to our Lord. pray. Our God and Father in heaven, we thank you for this day. We, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, cause us to know Him. Cause us to, to believe Him. Cause us to rest in Him. Lord, cause us to continually seek Him. Lord, we thank You for the confidence and hope we have in the Lord our Shepherd. Enable us to rest in Him. it's in His name we pray and give Thee thanks.